0: There's been increasing discussion in recent years about the potential role of machine learning in medicine, including in the interpretation of medical images. But despite its promise, machine learning has inherent limitations, including for the diagnosis of early-stage cancer. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Ade Adamson, a dermatologist and assistant professor in the Department of Internal Medicine at the University of Texas at Austin Dell Medical School. Dr. Adamson has co-authored a perspective article about machine learning and cancer diagnosis. Dr. Adamson, could you start by explaining a bit about how machine learning algorithms work? How do they facilitate diagnosis and other types of decision-making in medicine?
1: So let me first break down what machine learning is. It is a subset of artificial intelligence in which computers learn to perform tasks by analyzing data rather than actually having the requirement of specific programming by humans. And so machine learning has the potential to be extremely useful in medicine, particularly as it relates to the interpretation of medical images, because these computer algorithms can be developed on millions of data points, which is much more than what a human could be capable of doing.
0: In what medical fields is machine learning being used now, and where do you think it has the greatest potential in the future?
1: Right now, machine learning is mostly being used in areas where there's a lot of medical imaging. One of the reasons for that is because there's just a lot of data out there now, whether that's in uh, radiology and now increasingly in pathology. And the interpretation of uh, medical imaging is really primed for some of the strengths of machine learning image recognition. And so those are areas right now focus, but there are also other areas in terms of risk prediction for the likelihood of patients getting readmitted to the hospital or risk prediction for relapse rates for certain cancers. So there are some applications beyond just medical imaging that are also emerging, but right now, a lot of the focus has been on the interpretation of medical images.
0: Your perspective article focuses on the use of machine learning algorithms in cancer diagnosis. Why is implementing machine learning less straightforward in oncology than in some of the other fields we've been talking about?
1: So machine learning has a great deal of promise, but it also has some inherent limitations. And this is particularly the case as it relates to the diagnosis of early-stage cancer. Most machine learning algorithms are trained by a process called supervised learning, where the computer basically is presented a bunch of images in the thousands or maybe even millions that are labeled by an external standard. The problem with the external standard as it relates to histopathology is that there's a lot of inter-observer disagreement among pathologists, particularly as it relates to early stage cancer. So when you're training an algorithm, whether you're developing the test set or the training set, or you're trying to refine the algorithm with additional images, all of those processes involve benchmarking the result on this external standard, which inherently is problematic.
0: You describe how implementing machine learning could exacerbate cancer over diagnosis. Are there similar concerns in other areas of medicine, places where disagreement among clinicians could complicate the adoption of machine learning or where machine learning could actually exacerbate existing problems?
1: I think another area in which machine learning could exacerbate problems is in radiology and the interpretation of abnormalities on, say, CT scans or MRI. It's possible that using these really, really powerful techniques to detect smaller and smaller abnormalities could lead to radiologists powered by machine learning finding smaller and smaller abnormalities of unknown clinical significance, leading to a cascade of further treatment that may or may not be necessary. And so we have to be careful how we decide to employ this technology. I think it's really valuable in various aspects of medicine. It could potentially lead to some unintended consequences.
0: As a way of addressing the limitations of machine learning in cancer diagnosis, you say in your article that algorithms could be trained to discriminate among three categories, and not just cancer no cancer, but total agreement regarding the presence of cancer, total agreement regarding the absence of cancer, and disagreement about whether the cancer is present. How complicated would those kinds of algorithms be to develop as opposed to the more simple yes-no that we have today?
1: I think that having three categories in this framework is a more honest way of describing reality because there are certain tumors, particularly early-stage tumors, that may look under the microscope or meet the pathologic definition of cancer, but they actually might not be destined to cause any symptoms. And I think breaking down these algorithms for putting these outcomes into three buckets, total agreement that it's cancer, total agreement that it is not cancer, and then an immediate category has three main advantages. First, I think that it would be efficient. This would be a way in which histopathologic slides could be triaged so that pathologists could focus on those tumors that are borderline or much more challenging. It also would be honest. It would help highlight to clinicians that there is some gray zones with some clinical uncertainty, and it may encourage some patients and physicians to consider conservative therapy or conservative management of their cancers. And also, I think that it would be judicious, and it would foster further inquiry into the natural history of some of these indeterminate and intermediate lesions. And I think it would perhaps help the field move forward in terms of helping us kind of suss out what is true cancer, that will actually be destined to shorten someone's life or cause symptoms versus overdiagnosed disease.
0: Finally, what should physicians be aware of when it comes to adopting machine learning in their practices? How can they adapt to the technology and what kinds of potential problems should they be looking out for?
1: So I think like most medical interventions, implementing machine learning is gonna have some benefits and some potential harms. I by no means think that we should throw the baby out with the bathwater, quite the opposite. I think that machine learning will ultimately have a place in medicine, but it still needs to undergo the same rigorous testing that we demand of the new drugs that we give and develop for patients. But I also want clinicians to understand that machine learning isn't magic. It has inherent limitations, particularly supervised machine learning that relies on an external standard which can be fallible. And so I think moving forward, we need to be really careful about how we potentially use this technology because the power of this technology is that it's really scalable really quickly. And so we wanna be very careful about how we deploy it and because it could potentially cause harm at a larger scale because of its power.
0: Thank you, Dr. Adamson.